I-D-O. What's up, everybody, and welcome to In Demand's Opinion with your host, me, Demond Spurl. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Demond's1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. That's D-E-M-O-N-Z-E and the number one. You can find the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. And you can search on Spotify. You can search for War on Anchor. And hey, this podcast is right there. Episode three of IDO. The topic, reparations. All right. Yes, I'm going to touch on, talk about reparations. So uh, listen, for all these short pods, all three of them so far, (laughs) Uh, I always like to give kind of a history lesson on the on the topic and kind of give you some type of history when we dive into everything. All right. So uh, June 19th, if you don't know, within the African-American community, this basically, listen, should be the American community. Everybody celebrate Juneteenth. All right. Juneteenth is the oldest national celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. All right, that goes back to 1865 on June 19th. Union soldiers came to Galveston, Texas, and uh, spread the news that, hey, you black folks, y'all free. <laughs> All right, so uh, listen, I, I know we definitely celebrated within the African-American community, but everyone should celebrate Juneteenth. Because you know what? It's a good thing that black folks ain't slaves. Hey. Spread the word. It's a good thing. All right. So on June 19th, there was a panel for Bill H.R. 40. It's a commission to study and develop reparations proposal, reparation proposals for African-Americans Act. All right. It was sponsored by Representative John Conyers, Jr. of Michigan, but really spearheaded by Congresswoman Sheila Jackson of Texas. Okay. Uh, Listen, it was a great panel. If you haven't had a chance to listen or watch it. Uh, just go on YouTube and type in HR 40, uh, the panel, and I'm sure it's going to pop up and you're going to have a good time uh, watching it. Very thought-provoking, educational. You hear something from all sides of the, uh, of the topic, and it was good. You had uh, Senator Cory Booker, Booker uh, from, of New Jersey. He's running in the Democratic field to be the president. Uh, presidential nominee, if I want to say. He had writer Tiny Honey Coates. He had actor and activist Danny Glover. Ec- uh, uh, economist, I'm sorry, uh, Julianne Malvo. And retired NFL player Burgess Owens. Uh, Mr. Owens was not on the side of uh, black people getting reparations. Everybody else, it wasn't that mean. I think it was one of the guys. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but majority of people were like, yes, descendants of slaves, should get reparations. But reparations is a very uh, touchy subject when it comes to uh, uh, African-Americans uh, receiving reparations here in America, right? Uh, even uh, Senator Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, Republican from Texas, I mean, I'm sorry, Kentucky, uh, weighed in. And he said, I don't think reparations uh, for something that happened 150 years ago for whom none of us live and are responsible are a good idea. So short terms, nah, I'm not down for reparations. Uh, It was really, uh, it was a good moment where Tani Hani Coates uh, called out Mitch McConnell uh, about saying like, oh yeah, it's over 150 years ago. We had, you know, saying we wasn't around for that. But Tani Hani Coates, Tani Hani Coates really laid the foundation and the argument to say, hey, everything 
that is built here in America, it was built on two things. One, the free labor of Africans, our descendants, my descendants, and two, the uh, theft and genocide of Native Americans. But the first, the economics point of it, the economy, I mean, the, the, the monetized point of it is the free labor by Africans. And even the buildings that congressmen and senators sit in right now, going down to the White House, were built by slaves. Everything, all the economy, or good damn good portion of it was built on slavery. So yes, you might not have been around it, but everyone in this country benefited from the slaves that goes all the way back to the mid to the early 1600s. All right. And with the bill, it's only a study. All right. Just give you the def just give you the breakdown of the bill. Uh, the bill established a commission to study and develop reparation proposals uh, for African-American African-Americans to exam to examine slavery and discrimination in the colonies in the United States from 1619 to the present and rec recommend appropriate remedies. All right. So this is just a study. This is just to try to figure out, hey, can we do this? Should we do this? How would it look? It's just a study. See, the one thing people have to realize is that African-Americans wouldn't be the first group of people, wouldn't be the first group of people to receive reparations. So you had the Indian Claims Commission. Obviously, that's for what happens to Native Americans, genocide and the theft of their land. You had the Japanese-American Evacuation Claims Act of 1948. That's for Japanese-Americans that were put in internment camps during World War II. Right? And that total amount of that act, going all the way to 1988, $1.6 billion. And it was paid out to 82,219 eligible people. But it always seems to be an issue when you, talk, you start talking about reparations for black folks, right? And this is per NBCnews.com. Now, obviously, going back to history, black folks supposed to receive 40 acres and a mule, right? And that was to 4 million freed slaves. Um, and that would have been equal out to 40 million acres, right? And you look at the actual today's numbers of that, that would be approximately, and with the land, the grant size of the land itself, right? 1.5 to $2 trillion. It's a lot of money. Way more than $1.6 billion. Also, too, based on uh, NBCNews.com, if there were about 35 million black Americans who would be eligible for reparations, the minimum or baseline estimate would amount to forty dollars to $60,000 per person. Say it again. forty dollars to $60,000 per person. It's a lot of money. And that's when stuff starts to really, eh, I don't know about you black folks getting reparations. Now, here's a study from YouGov in 2014. Only 37% of Americans believe that slaves should have been provided comp compensation in the form of cash after being freed. Wow, that's something. Furthermore, only 15% believe that descendants of slaves 
should receive cash payments. Hence, the issue we have talking about reparations. The findings indicated a clear divide between black and white Americans on this issue. No shit. The study summarized their findings, noting only 6% of white Americans support cash payments to the descendants of slaves, compared to 59% of black Americans. Similarly, only 19% of whites and 63% of blacks support special education and job training for descendants of slaves. Now that's something. It went for 37% of people don't even think that slaves should have got anything. 15% of people don't think the descendants of slaves should get anything. And then only 6% of whites feel that descendants of slaves should get anything. So it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But remember, African-Americans, we would not be the first group to receive reparations. So what do we do here? I'm loving the fact that we're having this conversation, a real conversation when it comes to reparations. I'm loving it. And I'm going to be blunt and upfront with you. I think black people should get reparations. The descendants of slaves should get it. We didn't get our 40 acres of a mule. Reconstruction was basically torn down. Here comes Jim Crow for all those years. But you always hear the notion, especially coming from Mr. Owens doing the panel, we just got to work hard for it. Of course you got to work hard for things. It's nothing like working hard and earning what you get from it. It's a beautiful thing. And for people who don't dig it, bump them. But damn, as Martin Luther King said, you always talk about hearing people pulling up on your bootstraps. What if you don't have boots? Look at the state of America. Look at the state of black America in this country. Not saying everybody is doing things the right way. Nah. People do bad things. When people try to take the easy way out, everything comes back. It's called karma, right? Okay, we get that. Look at home ownership. Talk about Chicago. I'm in Chicago. Redlining. Predatory lending. That's wealth. Taken away. Education. All based on your zip code. Zip code of white Americans compared to black Americans. Completely different. Education. Property tax. Things of that nature. It means a lot when you're talking about really getting to the, 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 the gap of wealth between black and white Americans. So yes, reparations will be a good thing, but think about it like this. Reparations will be a good thing for the country itself. Economically, the money is going to go back into the economy. That's number one. Number two, you're going to finally make whole and put African-Americans in a position to really grow. Listen, we're a huge uh, block when it comes to the economy anyway. The goods and services, the things that we create, the arts, all kind of things. Huge buying power here in this country. And you want to have communities that be able to sustain themselves. If you haven't heard about Black Wall Street and the death of it, 
Do yourself a favor, Google it, and learn about that. The African-American community had a very vibrant business community. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it was burned down by racists. Afraid of the economic power that the African-American community was building. And it was taken away. Things like that still have a long effect into the future. My mother was born when black people couldn't vote. Now think about my grandmother, the time that she was born in, deep Jim Crow. Think about her mother. Think about my great mother's mother and grandmother. Now you're going back to slavery. I'm not that far removed from it. A lot of white people have are still sitting on the money made on the backs of free labor, slaves. Right now, they have that money still sitting on it. Not that far removed. So don't think that this is, oh, it's happened 150 years ago, as Senator McConnell said. No. 150 years ago is a blink of an eye. And you still feel the pain from then to now. So what do you do with the money? Do you put it back into education? Do you put it into health care? Do you put it into job training? It's a lot of different ways that you can really work reparations into this country. Some people just want a straight check, straight cash, homie. Hey, it's their money. It was something that was due to their people. It's always weird you hear people who's, who are against it. I, ever, I really want to ask them how they ever sued anyone. Because if you sue someone, you're saying like, man, you owe me this. And I'm, come, I'm here to collect. It's not a bad thing. I don't think nobody want to... Strictly get rid of the, the, the power to sue people. Nah, not at all. So why do you want, so why do we want to hinder African-Americans being given their just due and their descendants the just due of creating this country on their backs? So in my opinion, American government, this has a lot to do, all to do with the policies made by the federal government. It's time to pay back. It's time to pay African Americans, the descendants. It's time to pay up, all right? So, hey, that's Demond's opinion. Make sure you check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Demond's1, D E M O N Z E 1. Make sure. That you uh, subscribe and download the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn app. I know this is a touchy subject. I want you to reach out to me. Give me your thoughts. Give me your opinions. You know where I stand. I love to hear where you stand. And remember, as I always say, keep your hands to yourself.